Hey everyone, welcome back to Music Curator's Chair. I'm your host, Scott. And well, I'm kind of revisiting an old album that I listened to last year around Record Store Daytime. And uh, well, I didn't think I was very negative about it, but this is, if you want to call it a redux, you could. But at this time, it's not really. It's just the one time I'm doing it for this one. It is the deluxe version of... Wolfgang Van Halen's debut album, Mammoth WBH. Now, he announced he was releasing a deluxe version of it, a deluxe edition, recently on on social media, maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And that kind of fired me up a little bit in the sense of like, why are you doing it now? Why can't you just do it like a couple of weeks later after the original album came out or do it with the same time? But with some of the songs that were on here, there was like four songs. One of them that was exclusive to Japan. He wanted to give it to the rest of the audience out there. And the other ones were, um, well, the other two were just extra songs that were not on the album itself that I guess it didn't make it in time, but he could have still done it like a couple months later. And I would like, oh, okay. But he does it entirely a year later. I don't know what Wolfgang is up to in that sense, but you know what? He is doing what he's doing. And you know what? I applaud him. I have not mad that he did it a year later and then maybe he's just trying to boost the album sales and maybe he's just trying to get not even get more money but try and hype up the next album which is coming out next year which I can understand I remember not liking all of it I remember liking Mr. Ed Epiphany Don't Back Down Mammoth You're to Blame and Distance but if I was to go back and listen to it again, which I did, I didn't like Mr. Ed as much as I liked originally. It was okay, but it wasn't my favorite. The guitar work was great, though. Don't get me wrong. A lot of a lot of the work on this one, especially Epiphany, I was listening to it, and I gotta say the bass work. I know Wolfgang was more of a bassist than a guitar player. I gotta say, literally listening to Epiphany is just like wow. Because I have more of a like a more of a respect for it because I was listening to the single version a while ago when it came out. I'm like, whoa! Like this just does not sound like what I expected out of Wolfgang. Horribly right. The other the second track on the album is okay. Like I mean, there's, there's a lot of these songs don't have a whole lot to write home about, which is fine. But don't back down is another classic. I feel like on this album, it's definitely one that works well for what it's asking for. Resolve and You'll Be the One, I don't mind. I mean, they're explicit, sure, but they don't really have a whole lot going on that makes me want to hate them. And um, Mammoth, the title track, it's still solid. I think I may have disliked it before, but I thought, you know what, maybe I should go back and listen to it again, which I have. And I like the song. Not the most, but if I was to choose... The songs I listen to the most on this album, like, the most... I don't think they're going to come up on my Apple replay or anything like that, or my Spotify like end of play, end of year playlist. But I got to say, Epiphany for sure, Mammoth, Think It Over, You're to Blame, and Distance are the ones that would be the most. Maybe Talk and Walk too, which is one of the new songs on this album that came out recently. But if I were to go back and re-listen to it all, which I have, a lot of the songs still feel great. Think it over is good. So is the big picture. So is um, 
Stone, that's another one I don't mind a lot, a lot, but Distance is one that really sets the bar up there because this is the last song on the album originally. That is about Eddie Van Halen's death and how like his health was not the best and how Wolfgang was going to have to live without him. And it was just, it was difficult for him to think about because it was like losing someone that you, like losing a bandmate, that's one thing, but losing a family member that you toured the world with numerous times and worked on an album with and done a bunch of other things together with it. It just, it's hard to do. You know what I mean? It's very hard to do. Even if Eddie and Alex were colossal turds and dictators in other words i don't want to be that negative about eddie and death but i mean in the past he probably was really a jerk towards scary like towards sammy hagar and david roth like that's what i recognize a little bit i know like but then again it's their band name you know what i mean they can't really do much about like they're in a sense of leaders which i don't feel is right but at the same time it could have just been their egos were not in check, and that's what kind of probably caused the downfall of Van Halen originally. But, anyways, as I'm going through this album, I gotta say, some of the songs I like, think it over. Great, "You're to Blame" is another one that's also good. Kind of, kind of almost like a very not hateful, but kind of like I blame you for our relationship breaking up, sort of thing. I don't know if it's towards someone in general, but I don't think it's towards. Eddie Van Halen from Wolfgang's perspective it might be a breakup that he was he was going through, but he was working on this album for a good five plus years at least, good, a good while even before Eddie's passing, and I think Eddie would have been happy to see it happen. He would have been promoting the hell out of it. He would have probably gone on tour with his son, but his ill health did not help at all, and that's what kind of brought it down a little bit. But uh, Stone's another one that's great on here. Distance, like I mentioned, talk, like the, the ones that are on here that are brand new are Talk and Walk, As Long As You're Not You, and Goodbye. I gotta say, I've heard a lot of Talk and Walk a lot lately, since, since it was like one of the ones I was originally out again for this deluxe edition, deluxe version, whatever you want to call it. I honestly can say this song, I like. It's very... It has like a very "You Really Got Me" by Van Halen cover sound, but also very aggressive and crunchy, like something that reminds me a little bit of "Panama" by Van Halen off of 1984, and maybe a little bit of "Running with the Devil" a little bit. And I like that about it. It has a nice classic rock sound that I think Wolfgang was trying to get to, and you know what? I applaud him for that. I applaud him heavily. As long as you're not you, I've heard a couple of times. I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's all right. But Goodbye is a, another one that kind of feels like another farewell song to Eddie or someone else that he misses. Maybe it's just another breakup song. I'm not too certain. I'm not going too key on the lyrics, but I do know the guitar work. Everything that's done on this album, for the most part, is done by Wolfgang. Done by Wolfie himself. So to know that's what he's done completely, I know... With Mr. Ed, the, the original track is using a electroharmonic synthesizer pedal that his uh, uh, Eddie's uh, Eddie used for the 1981 track "Sunday Afternoon in the Park" off one of that Van Halen albums, which is great. And he even uses original uh, Dad's guitar on the solos for "Mammoth" and the track "Feel," and it's just it's great. Like I do know a lot of this stuff is just so well done, and it's just like. 
I don't know what to say about it. I love it. Like, I love how he did all this work by himself. He did all the vocals. He sang. He played the guitar. He played the bass. He played the drums. He played the keyboards. Like, a lot of that stuff you don't, don't see a lot in a lot of musicians sometimes. But you do at the same time from others. Like, that's what I like about it. It's always one of those things that just kind of... Kind of thinks makes me think, wow, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? And I like that about certain artists like they're able to do it all by themselves now we know Dale, no gallagher and his high-flying birds he's done a lot of the solo stuff himself for the most part in the studio but there are times when he doesn't uh, do that a whole lot and you know what i don't mind like i don't have a big issue with that myself but i know It's one of those things that happens, and it's just like, don't get me wrong, I like it, but it's one of those things that just kind of makes you wonder, you know, it makes me wonder what the hell's going on, but then again, what do I know? I just know it's an album that just kind of works, I guess, but uh, what do I know? Like I said... It's interesting to say the least to hear all these things. But, um. Anyways, I know. This album worked well for what it was trying to go for, and I like that about it. Now, what would I give this album out of 10? I remember originally, I think I gave it a 7 out of 10. Now, with the digital deluxe content on here I don't want to say it still stays at 7 I'd say it's now maybe an 8 or a 9 I'm gonna, I don't really do .5s on this show but I'd easily give it an 8.5 out of 10 it's it's very solid it's definitely worth a listen if you're a fan of if you're a fan of Van Halen you're a fan of like what they've done in the past if you want to hear what Eddie's son has done now with his own solo work. If you haven't heard it originally, I suggest getting the Digital Deluxe edition of it if you are able to, to get these extra tracks. But if you just want to hear the basic album front to back, go for it. I don't blame you. Like It's 14 tracks originally, but if you add the three more songs, it makes it 17, and that kind of makes it even more just impressive if you ask me, because it's one of those ones that just it works, you know, like, if you really want it that badly, go for it. If you don't, no big deal, I don't blame you. It's just one of those things that you shouldn't, um, if you ask me, play around with. But, um, yeah, I thought this album worked out well. It was one of those ones I can listen to again and again, maybe not all of it, all back, front to back anymore, because there are some albums that just don't, I don't, I just don't do front to back anymore, I just... And I listen to them enough times, I'm just like, ugh, why am I doing this to myself? But this one I might come back to and do another front to back. I don't know. All I do know is that the future holds, I think, a, a bit of a bright star for uh, Wolfie here. And Wolfie just did, just did so well with this album, if you ask me. Like, I just didn't expect him to just go out of his way to do this. But it kind of, like, what really bugs me a little bit is, like, how he, um just did the album and then did two like three songs that he didn't release to everyone 
out there. I mean, one it's one thing if it's like one song that's only available in Germany or Japan. If you have a big following in Japan or wherever, that's fine. Sorry about that. But I get it. I get it if you have a big following in certain parts of the world that you think, okay, maybe the audience here might like this song more. But it makes it a little bit more difficult for people like me who really love a good musical artist. Let's say, for example, BDI. If they were still around, it would definitely bug me a little bit because of the fact that one is just like, how am I supposed to hear what I want to hear from you guys if you don't have them at all? And that kind of bugs me a little bit. I want to hear like more going on if you ask me. And if you ask me, it just, it kind of bugs me you don't hear it all. But at the same time, what can I tell you? Like, it's one of those things that just happens. And it's, well, it bugs me. Like, let's say BDI, for example, they do a new album, which the last one they did was in 2013, which I remember liking a lot. That was a good one from them. It was just called BE, and I remember liking it a lot. And... It was just one of those ones that just worked, if you ask me. It was just... It was one of those ones that just... I don't like the title of it, just B-E, like B, I don't know what it exactly meant. But I do know there's a lot of tracks on there that were... Like, on the Japanese version that I couldn't get myself. And that kind of bugged me. I still am not able to find them, which might not ever happen because it is a Japanese edition release. They might do a super complete edition. Who knows? But I know as time has gone on, we have, like I look at what Liam Gallagher has done with what he's done in the past few years and he's done well. But at the same time, I don't know. I just know I'm not trying to go on a tangent here, but I'm just trying to give you an example of what Wolfie could do if he decides to keep doing this, which I know he's going to do another album next year, which will be great. Let's hope he can keep touring and keep on going and keep on making his dad proud as well as his uncle. Because his uncle Alex is probably very happy that he's doing something too. So I don't know what Alex Van Halen is doing now. I think he's just, I think he's pretty much retired for the most part. He might actually still keep playing. I don't know. I mean, he's 69. He's still active apparently, but I don't know if he has any kids. He might. But... I don't know. I haven't really heard anything about it, and it looks like um, I don't know. I don't know what he's up to now because it doesn't say much about him. But honestly, who knows? He could still just kind of go for it and but whatever. It doesn't matter if his uncle actually does show up to help him work on the next album. That'll be even great. I might give that a full 10 out of 10, but I don't know. Until the next review, which will be, very, which will be out very soon, I have another one that is being worked on now. I have an album review. I have a review of a few singles from Noel Gallagher that I need to re-review and re-listen to because a couple of the ones that I loved back in the day when he first came out with them just got released onto streaming platforms for me recently, and it's like I need to listen to these and enjoy them for what they are, but I will 
hopefully have a review of those very soon. That'll probably come out in a couple of weeks before my review of Who Built the Moon five-year anniversary comes out, hopefully. But I don't know. All I do know is that this album was great to listen to. I kind of went on a bit of a tangent, and I'm sorry for that. But I hope you're all having a great day out there. I hope you all have a fun, fun day. Enjoy your day out there. If you like this album, what did you think about it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Give me a like. Give me an answer over on Spotify if you have a chance to. Just give me a quick listen. All right, like give it a quick listen if you're able to, and enjoy yourself. Until next time, folks. This is Scott signing out. End transmission.